Green Sense Show is sponsored by CEA Technology, providing a sustainable modular indoor growing system. Visit CEATECHN.com to learn more. I'm Robert Colangelo, and this is Green Sense, where we bring you eco innovations that are changing your world. Water is one of the most precious resources on Earth, and as our climate changes, managing this resource is becoming even more of a challenge. This week, we have a rock star when it comes to Chicago water management. Last time she was on the show, she served as the commissioner of the Metropolitan Water Reclamation District of Greater Chicago. Now she has a new position and has since been elected as a Cook County Commissioner in the 13th District. I'm pleased to welcome Commissioner Josina Morita back to Green Sense Show. Welcome back to Green Sense, Commissioner. Thank you. Happy World Water Day. <laughs> Thank you. A happy World Water Day to you. Uh, you're a rock star because of your many accomplishments, and I'm just going to read a few off. Uh, in 2007, you were named one of the top 35 leaders under 35 fighting racism and poverty in Chicago by the Con Community Renewal Society. In 2016, named one of 50 young Asian American stars in politics by Asian Fortune magazine. In 2017, received the Spirit of the River Award. Uh, in 2019, named 22 of the 40 people who made a difference in the last 40 years by Friends of the Chicago River and your former commissioner of the MWRD. Um, county commissioners are elected officials who oversee uh, county activities and work to ensure that citizens' concerns are met, federal and state requirements are fulfilled, and county operations run smoothly. Blah, 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 blah. So give yeah, me a simple... Yeah, really boring. <laughs> <laughs> give me in simple speak. Tell us about your new job and the key responsibilities as Cook County Commissioner. Sure. So I was elected in November and became the first Asian American woman to serve on the Cook County Board. Um, and it's County government is what my uh, predecessor, Larry Sufferden, called stealth government. It's one of those layers of government that people know very little about, uh, but we run the court and jail system. We run the health and hospital system, including Stroger Hospital, um, and we run the Cook County Forest Preserves. Um, and so, you know, we we do a lot of the, the we always kind of say we we oftentimes have contact with people on their not the best day of their life, but it is the critical services that we provide being the safety net um, hospital for people across Cook County, um, ensuring that equal justice is provided. And as we know, the forest preserves is really just a, a, a incredible asset for the region. Yeah, it's a real gem in the uh, Chicagoland area. So for many people, I think there's some confusion out there why there are so many layers of government with federal, state, county, municipal. Help explain that and decouple that. And why can't, why do we need so many layers and why can't they be done by other uh, parts of government? I think it's really important to have different layers of government, having now served in two different bodies. You know, I think you look at Metropolitan Water Reclamation District, we have a very core competency specific function in storm and sewer water, right? That's a very particular subject matter expertise and function. Um, that requires engineers, requires an environmental approach. And so that for that district, it, to me, it made sense that we were at large. I know that was a question people said, why don't you have districts for MWRD? Well, as people know, water and stormwater in particular have no boundaries. 
Um, and the scale of the problem is, is significant. And so, you know, there's layers like MWRD that I think have very specific subject matter expertise. And, you know, the, the way that it's structured countywide really makes sense for the fact that it's stormwater. Um, county government, you know, the core competencies really are, you know, like I said, around the justice system, around health and around uh, the environment. And I will say as a new county commissioner, that is a lot. So having, you know, elected officials taking on more, like I look at aldermen um, and all of the different day-to-day -day services that they have to provide, you know, we each have our kind of core competency. Um, and you see people run for those offices because they, you know, their skills and, um, you know, really fit that. And so, you know, that's one great thing for me being at the county now is that I have a district. And so it allows me to be rooted in a very local community in a way that I didn't get to do at MWRD. So there's yeah. there's a lot of different reasons. Okay, well, thank you. And it's a complex issue. And uh, you are a very skilled uh, person. You've got lots of talents and you've done lots of things. Uh, what kind of skill set do you need uh, for this new position that uh, maybe you didn't have to do in the, the uh, position at MWRD? So, you know, I think my core competency when I was at MWRD was as a land use planner and having worked on policy, uh, you know, for 10 years before that. And I bring that to the county. Uh, but I think, you know, looking at my district in particular, I, you know, I mentioned that I'm the first Asian American woman on the board. And I look at this district, the 13th district is one of the most diverse ethnically, religiously, linguistically um, districts in, in Cook County. And so having come from a community um, that has been told for, for decades that we are too small to serve, we're statistically insignificant, we're too hard, we're too complicated. I think that that shared experience uh, across this district where you have a very significant Orthodox Jewish community, Muslim communities, Assyrian communities, refugee communities, I think that that experience and that perspective um, is what's going to particularly ground me um, in how to serve this district. Because I look at Cook County, which is, you know, a beast of a layer of government. And, you know, I really give President Preckwinkle so much credit for her kind of shift and focus around issues of equity. And the voice that I'm bringing to the table, both for my district and for Cook County, is you cannot have full equity without full inclusion. Um, and so figuring out how does government actually in, in real ways, like whether it be language access or infrastructure relationships, um, you know, around healthcare, how are we actually able to reach all of these different respective communities that we haven't reached before? And so that's one of the big things that I've heard across issue areas um, in my district. Well, thank you. And I've got a simple test for you, and I'm sure you know all the answers. Uh, what's special about March 22nd? <laughs> so today is World Water Day. Uh, happy World Water Day to everybody. And, you know, clearly I have a passion for water, but I think we all should. Um, we are so lucky to live here on Lake Michigan and the Great Lakes that hold 90% of the U.S. water supply and 20% of the world's fresh surface water. And so it's a great privilege, but it's also a great responsibility. Well, I've got another question. I don't know if you know the answer to this. When it comes to choosing a snack, uh, which conserves more water, peanuts or almonds? Almonds. Uh, I know people love almonds. They're very healthy, but it is one of those uh, water, uh, I don't know what the word you would use, but it, it, it takes a gallon of water to grow one almond. Um, and so, you know, by just a handful 
kind of snack, choosing peanuts over almonds can save over a thousand gallons of water in terms of the water that it takes to grow and produce these items. That's incredible, isn't it? That one simple act could save that much water. And that's so we launch uh, the million gallon challenge every year on World Water Day. And it's really to help people understand that water conservation and water responsibility and stewardship is not just about the water that we see come out of the faucet. You know, oftentimes when you talk about what are the solutions that we can do as green, eco-minded people, you know, put a bucket in your shower and use it to water your plants. These are things that are hard. You know, I'm a working mom. These are things that are hard to do and also oftentimes save, you know, five gallons at a time. But there are these choices that we can make around the things that we eat, the things that we wear, the things that we do that can actually save millions of gallons of water a year. Um, so, you know, we really try to get people to understand it's not just the water that you see, but it's the water that it takes to produce all the things that we eat, the products. And so things like eating chicken or fish instead of beef for one meal, simple choice, right? You're sitting there trying to decide between the chicken and the beef. Um, you know, chicken uh, will help you save 500 gallons of water just with one meal. Um, you know, oftentimes I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. I have things in my closet that I have never worn. Buying one last pair of jeans or one last pair of shoes can save 2,000 gallons of water. So it's really, you know, we talk about the water that we see and that's really front of mind. But there's so much water, just like we talk about carbon footprint. This is your water footprint. And so it's giving a people a fun way to really engage in that concept. And like anything, if you measure and monitor it and, and track it, it's easier to make uh, behavioral changes. So just understanding your water footprint can help you uh, make those simple decisions. So this is your fourth annual million gallon challenge. Uh, when you started this, uh, were you commissioner of MWRD? I was. And do you do this uh, in uh, a volunteer capacity or is it in your capacity as Cook County Commissioner? Um, I do it as a volunteer capacity, but I do it knowing that I have a platform, uh, right? So, you know, being at MWRG, these were things that we want to talk about and they're not necessarily core functions of MWRG, just like they're not core functions of county government, but be, with our platform, we have such ability to educate and reach people. And so it's how do I use my platform to, to educate people and engage people and activate people on these issues. And it shows your commitment to water and the environment. Uh, and on April 1st, there's another event that shows your commitment. That's Earth Palooza for Families in Honor of Earth Month. Uh, tell us the who, what, where, and why uh, you're hosting this free event. Sure. So Eartha Palooza, this is our first time uh, hosting this uh, with our office as Cook County Commissioner. It is a family-friendly, uh, you know, eco-friendly festival in the forest preserves. Uh, we're trying to get more young families, more people in general, out into the forest preserves. You know, as a mom during the pandemic, you know, I could take my kids to a local park, but it is a very different experience to be able to go into the forest preserves um, and really be surrounded by nature. And, you know, we it's an experience that I think a lot of people haven't had across Cook County. And so we're really trying to get more people out there. It's going to be a fun day. We're going to have hikes, uh, bird hikes, spring ephemeral hikes. We're going to have animals from the Brookfield Zoo. We're starting a junior ranger program. So young people can really experience the forest preserves and become a ranger, take pride in that. 
Um, and we're going to have Asian carp burgers and Asian carp nuggets for the kids. Uh, we're actually starting some new products in partnership with the Midwest Fish, uh, Food Co uh, Fish Co-op um, and Source uh, Fisheries. So they're also going to have Asian carp crab rangoon. So Asian carp rangoon. Um, and Asian carp empanada. So if you haven't had it or if you've had it before and you loved it and you want to try something new, we're going to have that out there for free all day. Great. And what do you see as the outcome of the event? What are you hoping? For? We hope it. We hope that it's uh, for some people their first time in the forest preserves, but not their last. We also hope that people find, you know, different ways to engage in the forest preserves. I've talked to some people who say, you know, I've gone to the forest preserves and I stand there and I don't know what to do. Um, you know, so there we're going to engage people on kind of this is how, you, you know, these are the hike trails that you can go on. Here are the things that you can look for, different kinds of birds, different kinds of plants. Um, and so we hope that people see it as a place that their whole family can go Um and that, again, that it's if it's their first time, it's not their last. If they've come before, that they'll come more. Well, that's a sad commentary on society when you don't know what to do with nature. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we're so plugged in, right? I think sometimes we're, we don't know what to do with silence. We don't know what to do with open space, right? And, and so that's one of the things we want. And that's actually one of the challenges for the Junior Ranger Program is to go sit in the forest reserves and be quiet for five minutes. I remember doing that as a kid and it still sticks with me. Yeah, that's good Good uh, tips and good advice. Well, this uh, uh, next comment ties into both things. Uh, we recently interviewed the founder of Revolution Brewery and they worked with MWRD to uh, take their Spanta yeast to treat the city's wastewater. So it's a great way to engage the public and private sector to solve an environmental challenge. Um, Tell me about your experience with breweries and their 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 spent yeast and uh, uh, hops and how that's uh, helping the city city wastewater and water treatment. So, I mean, I think, you know, Illinois is one of I'll start from the beginning. Illinois is one of the few states left in the country that doesn't allow for non-potable water systems. Right. So we've required drinking water for everything. And I think it's really narrowed our view on what is good water and what is bad water. Right. So drinking water is good. Everything else is bad. Storm water, rain water, you know, yeast from breweries, treated wastewater. And you see other parts of the country, other parts of the world um, really thinking much more creatively about how you use the so the so-called bad water. Um, right. So we require you to flush your toilets with drinking water in Illinois. If you go to Israel or Hong Kong, it's literally illegal to flush your toilets with drinking water. It's seen as so wasteful. Um, the breweries, we've partnered with um, home brewers before, and we're hoping to partner with larger commercial brewers in the future around turning wastewater into beer. So we created for Chicago's first effluent beer a number of years ago. Um, and so, you know, there's, and people think, oh, okay, that's, you know, treated wastewater into beer. That sounds crazy, but there are parts of, California Santa Clara Water District actually takes their treated wastewater, treats it to the point of drinkable, and actually bottles it and sells it as bottled water. So I think there's just so much room for creativity um, and creating new green products and green industries um, that are solving a lot of our different problems. Well, one of Chicago's busy, biggest assets is Lake Michigan. It's the gem of the Great Lakes, and anything we could do to preserve it is uh, is very important. 
So uh, we really appreciate all your efforts. Uh, you were a commissioner of MWRD. Now you're a Cook County commissioner. What's next? Mayor? Governor? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, this is where I want to be. I know, you know, that's like a very common question of what's next. I mean, um, you know, before I was at MWRD, I had worked on criminal justice and juvenile justice policy, environmental justice policy. And I just think the county is just such a great place to be able to focus on a number of these issues. We just passed our first resolution that's calling on the county, uh, committed the county to passing its first environmental justice policy by the end of next year. Uh, we're working on uh, some of the challenges that I mentioned for my district around language access and inclusion. Um, and I, I love, you know, I'm a young mom, my kids are three and five. Um, and so being close to home, being able to serve, but also, you know, be a mom at the same time, this is the perfect place for me. Well, Commissioner Marita, thank you for being on the show. Congratulations on your new position. And it's always uh, wonderful to have you on and talk about some of the programs you're involved with. Thank you. Happy World Water Day. <laughs> and to you. My guest this week was Hosina Marita, Cook County Commissioner, sharing her thoughts on what you can do to celebrate the earth and one of Chicago's most precious resources, water. GreenSense Show is sponsored by CEA Technology. Visit ceatechn.com to learn more about their sustainable growing technology. Visit the greensenseshow.com website to learn more about how you can sponsor a program. I'm Robert Colangelo. Thank you for listening to GreenSense and check out the GreenSense Minute every Thursday and Saturday on 105.9 FM, WBBM, Chicago. GreenSense Show is sponsored by CEA Technology, providing a sustainable modular indoor growing system. Visit ceatechn.com to learn more.